I'm looking up the menu yeah, of this yeah, place. Yeah. What the hell was it? It was a... Was it a dinner? It was the Madeira chicken. Oh, describe it, please. Tender, tender sautéed chicken breast with fresh asparagus and melted mozzarella cheese topped with a savory fresh mushroom Madeira wine sauce and Whoa. served with a mashed potatoes that I substituted for Whoa. French fries. What, regular French delicious. fries or sweet potato? Regular. Okay, thank you. Not yeah. a fucking animal here. Yeah. So, sure. uh, five. Four. Three. <laughs> Two. And one. What? Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. We're the happy hour. Had ourselves a great night tonight. Yeah. We have so much to talk about. Honestly, it is the official yeah, official preseason, Habs wise. I spent the weekend at Montreal. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then I got my booster shot. So I'm waiting for the 5G to kick in and my mic to hit me in my face from the magnetism. Tell me if Bill Gates talks to you in your dreams. Bill Gates like, talks my texts me in my dreams like every night. He's like, Dave, <laughs> do better. Congratulations, you know? Dave, on your booster. Yeah, I'll I'll explain all that later and why I, of all people, got booster shot. But that doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> Because before we get into the important stuff, I'm David Ogier. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm Beth. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-O-I-T on Twitter. And I'm joined tonight, if you're watching on YouTube, by Jonathan Drewane. Oh, shit. I don't know, I... I don't know what oh, direction yes. you're going to be in. <laughs> well, I don't know where you go when I edit this. It's it's all preordained. It's okay. But yeah, that Jonathan looks perfect. Drewane's hanging out with me tonight. Joe Druan, who had himself an evening tonight. Holy shit, what a Thank player. You for being here after your, your game. I know. Uh, what That's a, so nice of you. What a great guy. He had uh, he had something to say uh, with the press, too. Didn't catch it, went to get this oh, together. Oh, shit. Um, I miss it, too. Just, you know, the regular post-game stuff. Um, and uh, Veronica. Yeah, I'm Veronica. That's and... Veronica. <laughs> I would like to acknowledge that I'm on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Musqueam nations. And I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the happy hour. We'll be talking more about the indigenous lands in a bit. Or you don't call them indigenous, you call them... The... uh, uh, well, it's it. That was a land acknowledgement, and that is uh, land it's different for wherever you live yeah. within Canada. Yeah, yeah. This is um, just to say that we are gathered on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory. That's right. There's a lot going on with that. We're the happy yeah. hour. Actually, I can yeah. think of uh, I can think of the lands off the top of my head where I am, thanks to yeah. a movie. Right Regardless. Now. I might be wrong. I had seen this one. I I I, I know what this what the the slay with tooth, um, how how it reads, but I'd never I'd never heard it before. So mm-hmm, I had to mm-hmm. had to do a little googling, which For was sure. like point two seconds. That's right. And we are the happy hour at happy hour on Twitter dot com, happy hour pod on Instagram, YouTube dot com slash happy hour, and happy hour dot com. Now for a land acknowledgement, off the top of my head. I'm 80% sure that I'm coming in from Albany, which used to be Mohican territory in New York. Oh, yeah. uh, Part of the uh, Iroquois Confederation back in the day, which was made up of five tribes that did trading with the French, the the Dutch, and everybody that eventually led to where we are today. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was just off the top of my head, of course. Beth, I don't know yeah, if yeah, you yeah. know off the top of yours. I am on the um, the Kikitan and Kiskiak right. lands um, here where I am in Virginia. Excellent. Now, why is it land acknowledgement? Is it a day in Canada? Land acknowledgement is just a, it's a custom. 
you know, you can begin a conference call with that. You can begin a meeting with that. I try, I chose to begin with that tonight because this Thursday in Canada is the first ever a truth and reconciliation day. Ah, there yes. it is. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of on the American sign side is that it's indigenous people's day in the middle of uh, October that will be coming up. And, uh, is that as, so is that, no, sorry. That's I'm, I'm thinking of Canadian Thanksgiving. It would have been nope. nice to time that around American Thanksgiving. Yes, mm-hmm. it would have. Or Columbus day. Indigenous people's day. Indigenous people's day. That's it. So that's not, that's not even called that anymore. Uh, well, we're mm, trying our hardest. We're, we're trying to get it changed. A lot of people still call it. Um, yeah. Like the Italians, sense. especially in the Sopranos. Oh my god! Oh my um, god! It's part of their heritage, Christopher yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Not particularly. It's it's but. a big like yeah. It's, it's a, their like, big. Who the fuck cares? It's like it's like being upset about Mario. No. All right. Let's get let's <laughs> okay, get into Chris that. Chris Pratt does suck. Chris Pratt does suck. But Mario is as Italian as like you know I, freaking pizza's Japanese. No, it's not going to happen. True. I think a lot of that was a joke. Yeah, I yeah, it's, but it is. Also, Chris Pratt sucks. Chris Pratt sucks. His brother sucks a lot more. I didn't know he had a brother. Who's yeah, a brother? you should brother. check that guy he's out. Evil. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. An absolute piece of shit. Speaking of and pieces so, of shit, Isaac wait, wait, wait. Asimov. Yes, sorry. Sorry. Speaking of truth and reconciliation, <laughs> I just wanted to read this out. Go uh, for it. The D honors the lost children and survivors of residential schools, their families, and communities. Public commemoration of the tragic and painful history and ongoing impacts of residential schools is a virtual, is a vital, sorry, component of the reconciliation process. Um, So both the National Truth and Reconciliation and Orange Shirt Day are going to be on Thursday, September 30th. And the Orange Shirt Day is an Indigenous-led grassroots commemorative day that honors the children who survived Indian residential schools and remembers those who did not. The day relates to the experience of Phyllis Webstad of the Shuswap First Nation. On her first day of school, school, where she arrived dressed in a new orange shirt, it was taken from her. And so it's now a symbol of the stripping away of the culture, the freedom and self-esteem experienced by indigenous children over generations. So we're orange on Thursday. Um, try to find a resource that to pick up your orange shirt that is led by First Nations or Indigenous peoples. Um, There is also a um, a business in Vancouver that I read about that we can link link to later that was selling orange shirts and pre-printed with, you know, emblazoned with the logos and stuff. And 100% of their proceeds went to um, uh, First Nations uh, youth it, you know, what's that called? Youth support. And so that is another one, a good one as well. So I can find that because it was in the paper yesterday. So I'll, I'll find that and I can link it out later. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. I think that sounds great. Yes. Yeah. I do not own an orange shirt. I I've got one either. somewhere. I've got one somewhere, but I want to, I want to, I want to pick one up. I have an orange wristband that I wear often, but it has nothing to do with indigenous people. No, (laughs) it does. However, no, I can't even, no, I I won't make that leap. Never mind. Where are we? Or where were we? So no, thank you for, you know, Veronica bringing all that up. Um, Because we all know all the land that we are on, if you are white or not, you know, indigenous or first nations, first nations. We stole it. We stole it all. Iron Maiden has a song about it. Two songs, I think, actually. Anyway, doesn't matter. Does matter, but we have to acknowledge it and some sort of reparation, any sort of reparation would be worth it. 
to those peoples. Now, um, I was saying something about shitty people. Oh, Isaac Asimov. Uh, for Wait. those that are uh, Apple TV watchers, and we're going to get to the Habs. But first, to get this out of the way as well. Isaac Asimov. Uh, the TV show Foundation aired on Apple TV last week. It's been hailed as a, it's a great sci-fi triumph. Uh, because Isaac Asimov, who is of iRobot fame, if you recall. The same author for the iRobot series that starring Will Smith. Back in the day, series of books, excuse me, iRobot being the movie with Will Smith, and uh, young Cher LaBeouf. Um, <laughs> Is that how we say his name? Shia, it's Shia LaBeouf, but yes. Okay. Shia. Right. Anyway, who's now Shia. a, he's a brilliant guy, but freaking weird. Um, yeah. Wrote these, so Isaac Asimov wrote the Foundation series, and that's what's airing on Apple TV now. Amazing series, starring Lee Pace and uh, Irish guy I whose name I can never remember, and um, other folks as well. But, Isaac Asimov was also a huge piece of shit, because he was a serial groper that would not last in any way, shape, or form in today's society. And he should not have lasted as long as he did, despite... Him being crowned one of the greatest sci-fi authors of all time back in the day. Uh, his presence at conventions and his prominence in the sci-fi world made it uh, difficult for women to break through because they weren't treated seriously by him. People and other people, prominent people saw that. Like Frank Herbert too, a bit of a weirdo. Frank Herbert, author of Dune. Bit of a weirdo when it comes to women, especially when you start reading later on into the Dune series, where it gets very odd, sci-fi-wise and lady-wise. So, uh, sci-fi is rife with, uh, you know, white male aggression towards women. Not a huge shocker, but Isaac Asimov has to be remembered, both for his brilliance in sci-fi and also for being a huge, colossal piece of shit towards women. I can read something verbatim. Just that I said that, um... One second. Let me um let me let me let me let me quote him while you're um sorry for uh, interrupting Veronica. That's okay. What were you gonna say? Uh no, I'm just my cat is just curling around my legs. Oh the cat. So okay. My, yeah, and so I'm trying to convince her that she should come up here. Really? Do you think he'll she'll uh, do that? Uh no. <laughs> no, not when I'm talking. She All does right. it when I'm at work. She loves it. Quiet. She loves it when I clickety clack on my keyboard. Oh, and she's like, oh, oh, what's going on? It. What's going on? Yeah. So like who we're talking about. It brings her out of her cave. I start clickety clacking in the morning. Yeah. Out of she um, emerges. Excellent. From uh, Asimov's uh, Wikipedia, there's a whole section called Behavior Towards Women. Asimov would often fondle and kiss women at conventions and elsewhere without regard for their consent. Several of Asimov's own personal writings testify to this. Not a secret in the community. This included Asimov's 1971 <laughs> entitled The Sensuous Dirty Old Man, in which he wrote, quote, The question then is not whether or not a girl should be touched. The question is merely where, when, and how she should be touched. I'm Isaac Asimov, <laughs> quote, 1971, you know, it's not like this was, <laughs> and further, uh, Alec Novella Lee, a writer of the history of science fiction, has written that Asimov's behavior as a leading science fiction author and personality contributed to an undesirable atmosphere for women, as I mentioned, in the male-dominated science fiction community. In support of this, he quoted some of Asimov's contemporary fellow authors, such as Judith Merrill, Harlan Ellison, and Frederick Pohl, as well as editors such as Timothy Sellies and Edward L. Furman, all folks that I do not know. So I just wanted to make that a thought because right, so I had like to Chris finish Pratt, it. His brother or <laughs> Isaac Asimov. <laughs> and also acknowledge that we're on stolen we're land. On, we're on stolen yes. Land. Speaking of stolen land, let's talk about the Habs dominating the Leafs tonight. Domination. Oh, they they beat the Habs four to one on Saturday, and they were essentially having orgies on the streets. Like, okay, do you realize it was their Stanley Cup? Do you realize the playoffs were like 
three months ago-ish. I don't recall. They were like, yeah, they just happened. Like, they, they just happened. You guys are still an embarrassment. <laughs> Somebody was saying, a Lee's fan, I saw Lee's fan saying that uh, tonight was game nine. Yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. the game. Winner <laughs> <laughs> take all. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's so, <laughs> that's so that. good. I like that. That's it's game nine. <laughs> I need to find it. I need to find it again. I'm sure they've either. Oh, uh, that was fantastic. Um, but I was like, oh. Either way, the Habs did not have a good game against the Leafs on Saturday. No. Uh, I think I have. Uh, the Leafs came. The Leafs came out on a fire. The, they were there to win that game. Oh yes, led by the likes of Kerfoot, Spezza. Um. Oh, Austin Matthews did not play at no, all. Why was playing. he John listed? Tavares. On the Nylander played. Yeah, Willem Nylander and Tavares. So they had a lot of their heavy guys tonight. Yeah. The Habs had you know their heavy line, but at the same yeah, time, the hometown crowd, right? Yeah, right. Though, except for Matthew Pizzetta. <laughs> yeah, really. So who is uh, from Toronto? Is from Toronto. So on Saturday, uh, the Habs uh, iced uh, Tyler Toffoli. Well, it was Suzuki, yes, Caulfield, and Toffoli, and that's that might be the Habs' top that's, line going into the that's regular a sexy season. Line. However, tonight also made the case for, know. um, oh my God, uh, Drewen Anderson and Dvorak. 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 That's right. So that's it's gonna also be like, sexy line. yeah, it's it's such a weird thing. It could because be that like whole the one A one B bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on who you're playing and who's out. It's gonna be weird having Gallagher oh, nice. probably not on a top line, but uh, you know he doesn't do? care. He doesn't care, and also depth is not like having depth is not a problem. It's yeah, not a negative. That's <laughs> not a, that's have, not an issue. If you, if you can play that, if you can have two sets of like of one and two lines, or a one 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 a one b and a two a two b, you're fucking flying. It's good time. Let's go. Yep, like, yep. There's nothing to be mad about. I was like, oh, I don't want to pay $8 million for a third liner. Like, sometimes you have to for a little while, and mm. that's okay, because it's going to yeah. get you places. If that, yeah. if that, if the player is good for that amount of money, then it's fine. It's fine. Depth is not, if depth is not something to look down, to sneeze at. Don't shake a stick at it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take a breath. There's such a tendency to change the narrative, to be, to, 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 to cast the most negative light possible on something positive it's it's fascinating it's, it's fascinating it's, there it's the it's the hockey capitalists they're they're all only looking at the money aspect of it and not the like not the you, the big picture like yeah. sometimes you have to spend a little bit more money than other people might not want to um and put it that money in a place that other people and it's not your not money to, but it's not your money like it literally will not hurt you you know it really like is kind of sort of like that it's like it's not your money it's not your money like, we're gonna tax them it's not your money it's not, it's not your money like it's fine like tofer oh, you work gosh. at the gas station for like 18k a year noble pursuit we're not gonna tax you that much America, for God's sake, everyone's taxed, but you know, yeah, not everyone, not everyone. Most That's the point we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, the wrong people. Uh, the wrong uh, people. Wow, you look at the scratches for these games, <laughs> it's a freaking blot paragraph of text <laughs> for the preseason games. Oh my god, like who the hell's like eight million people? Who the hell is Frederick Decau? Apparently he's with the Habs. Ivan Zihalau? I don't even know he was in the camp. Brett Stapley? (laughs) Brett Stapley is a Hab? Apparently scratch for the Hab, according to the NHL website. Oh, yeah. Check out this guy from Toronto. Fucking, uh, 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 Yacheslav Pexa. (laughs) Don't know who that is. Okay, I mean, it might be where some... P-E-X-A? P-E-K-S-A. It might be where Wait. some of their AHL guys as yeah. well, like because uh, Kevin Poulin is uh, has an AHL contract, right? For, with the Rockets, bro. The man, like, there's hey, there's folks on here. Jaden Struble, was he at camp? Jaden Struble. Am I dumb? He's ours. Yeah, yeah. He's ours. 
I just I can't. The, no, he's not one of the injured ones, is he? No, that'd be Josh Brook. Okay. I think you're thinking of. Anyway, okay. that's that doesn't matter. Here's the thing. On Saturday night, the Habs didn't have a great game. They managed only 17 shots next to the Leafs 32. Um let's see what else was going on. Uh, they won faceoffs at least. But um in particular, uh Xavier Willet uh paired, I think, with uh Kjaz. the uh one defenseman there. I don't know. With the brilliant name. Arbor. I, I oh, haven't... listen, listen, Arbor. You're talking about Arbor? Yeah. Okay, it's Arbor Jackai or Jackai. I have listen, I have I have Jackai sounds I, familiar. I had the pleasure of dag on it. <laughs> Darn it. Jeez. He's so cute. Sorry, I gotta stop talking my hands. Anyway, okay, so I had the pleasure of chatting with John Ferfaro. I'm sorry, sh- sorry, Sean Ferfaro. I'm so sorry if I'm saying your last name wrong. Oh, so now you currently... get to say his last name wrong. Right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, he's currently the PA voice of the Guelph Griffins and the Guelph Nighthawks Ooh. and the TV host for the Kitchener Rangers Ooh. Um, on Rogers TV, which is Arbor's uh, OHL team, the Kitchener Rangers. Um. There was a preseason game. It was the first preseason game for the Kitchener Rangers that Arbor was playing in. And Sean was filling in for the regular PA guy for the Rangers, Dave Schneider, who I have heard from Sean is a huge Habs fan. So hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. Um, But it was the night of Arbor's first preseason game. Arbor took a penalty. And as he went to the box, Sean leaned over and asked him how to say his name. And Arbor said, Jack Eye. Just say it backwards. So if you look at how Arbor, oh, that's Jack so ridiculous. Name is spelled. If you look at it, it's backwards. It's J A K Jack and then E H X. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you need to know how to say his name, it's Arbor Jack Eye. Um, there's a really cool article I tweeted cool. about. Uh, I tweeted out about. Arbor uh, the other day back when people were people were complaining. I think it was like the red versus blue game. I mean red versus white game. Um which also happened this weekend. Yes. And people were like, get the the kid with the with the impressible name needs to go and blah blah blah. And I'm like, y'all, they it made me angry just because that's somebody's name. Like you don't you're depersonalizing them when you yeah. make zero effort. Like I literally it took me like three seconds of Googling to find out how to say uh Arbor's last name. Um, and there's a really cool story about um, all Dude, of the Dude, he's huge. Huge. And I. That is a and, large child. I'm pretty sure that this is the guy that our friends on a Locked On Canadians call um, Wish Carrie Price. <laughs> the guy's 6'4, 219 yeah, pounds. It's um, a freaking truck. But yeah. But that's how you say the his name. Boy. It's just Jack Guy. Yeah, Jack Guy. Okay. That's yes. cool. Good for him. So the Habs okay. lost Saturday, unfortunately. Um, apparently, uh, unfortunately, Jack Guy and Willet had an awful, awful game, which kind of led to a lot of the uh, the issues for the Habs. Uh, during the game, uh, one goal by Tyler Toffoli to make it four to yes. one. Uh, uh, near the tail end of the game there, and uh, yeah, that was it. So, yep, uh, Muzzin, Tavares, Bunting, and Gabriel with goals for the Leafs and bragging rights for all eternity for the Leafs faithful that have no point in living beyond beating the Habs. Zero. I think I think Zero. too little emphasis is put on how humiliating that loss was back in May. Well, they're about to relive it. The meaning of it and the decades that we are going to go for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on that humiliation. Decades. Do I know whose fault that is? Yeah. That's Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Willem Nylander, and... John Tavares, though he didn't play much, and you know wh- whoever the fuck else is on the Leafs, it's like Muzzin. Did you say? Yeah, Jake Muzzin. Muzzin. The Leafs are one Jake Muzzin away from the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Hilgenberg. Um, <clears throat> brilliant, brilliant tweet. Oh, God, oh, God, gotta love Chris. So oh, love good, him. that guy. So Sense fan. Oh, Sense fan, Chris. 
One of the good ones. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. That's his thing. Absolutely his thing. Um, Let's see. Where did we leave so off? So that, that now we're at the red and white game. Right. So that was Saturday. Sunday's red and white game. Uh, I don't really know how to how to recap that, except it got pretty chippy. Yeah. At one point, Anderson gave a chop to Romanov for something that <laughs> happened. Um, I don't know where I can even get, like, the stats of the red and white game. It ended up being, like, what? It was, like, a 5-2 to two five. context? It was, a, it was a blowout. Yeah, for Team Red, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Team Red, that's uh, the team with Anderson on it. I think yeah. Joe was on that, too. Drouin, which requires a bit of a oh before we get to the red white game the leafs will experience their heartache again <laughs> when the special on amazon prime yes. is oh! released doesn't it come out this weekend i think it's this coming weekend yeah it's so articles yeah, yeah, have yeah. already been written about popcorn. it yes popcorn quotes have been shelled out and everything that we thought about the leafs is simply true. It's just it's just gonna be on TV for it's once. It's glorious. It's but apparently, so, so mm, just it's delicious. Apparently, I mean, can I say this? You can cut it out later. Apparently, yeah. um, episode five ends on like their dejection in the fucking in the locker room, and then it ends. Good. I wanted to see the misery from the following. 24 hours <laughs> that's what i wanted to see what and else would could you imagine the producer being like we need another day of this <laughs> Wait, i don't think they would have done it like, sadly stirring their scrambled eggs in the- <laughs> follow them home what what movie what movie are they watching that's just on tv somewhere on cable what movie is it shrek 3 shrek 3 (laughs) eating scrambled eggs sad so that's just like that's what i was there for i was i wanted to see i wanted like i wanted to just like swim around in that but um, like I apparently they just ended it right there before the I best honestly, part. If if the Leafs had somehow won and like gotten to this next round, I think I would have broken my TV. I was at that. Oh yeah, I was there. I was st- I was like my TV is right there. I was standing like my face was this close. I was like, oh, fuck. Like just I just I was not speaking words. I was crying. I was like, we got to do this. We got to do this. And I was I would have punched my TV and broken it if the Leafs had won. But it's like we were seeing when when we had Dave Kaufman on. Remember Dave? Yes. And it's just like the thought, just the thought of facing them, and only one of us can move on, made me absolutely sick to my stomach. Oh yeah. It's like just just the possibility. I I was like, we we can't have this happen. And because, because of the fans, because of the tumult that would occur <laughs> afterwards, no matter the team. Oh yeah. But the Habs wants to fuck off. So yeah. here, here's here, and it here's, was three here's one. Something. Here's something. It was three one. Keith called out the Matthews line ahead of overtime in Game Six against the Canadiens. Keith's intermission speech ahead of Game Six overtime <laughs> might be the longest of the series, and for good reason. It's impassioned <laughs> and is exactly what the team probably needed to hear. He told Matthews, Marner, and Hyman. Forgot about Hyman. Uh, oh, yeah. They were they were getting fucking dominated. Keith asks why they're playing tight lamenting that there's no reason for us to be nervous. We've been building towards being a team and being individuals that play well now, said Keefe. These are the These are the fucking moments you're remembered for. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> for being individuals. Oh my gosh. Also, can we please What have we been saying since year 1? They don't like each other. They don't like each other. They don't like each other. Can we please shout out the fucking masterpiece of a tweet that our friend Miso Miso (laughs) tweeted today. Miso, we love you. You're marrying all of us, we've decided. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was that it was so simple and perfect. Like oh, perfectly it was perfect. poached egg. Just, it was <laughs> Oh my just, gosh. Just, I want I keep looking at it. <laughs> I know. Yes. It makes me laugh. It's so funny. Thank it's you. infectious. Thank you, Miso. Paul yeah, McLean. We'll send, that, we'll send that out too. 
Paul McLean is a sage old boss and has Keefe's ear. We almost never saw the assistant coach throughout the season, but it's clear Keefe didn't take his advice lightly. Ahead of Game 7, McLean tells Keefe to just talk to Marner and Matthews and remind them of their talent. You can exercise so many fucking demons, and they've got demons in their head, in their car, under their fucking beds. Everywhere they turn, there's a fucking demon, said McLean. The he biggest like the coach from the, Letterkenny. The biggest <laughs> obstacle this team has now is themselves. Good. I'm oh, glad they and then lost. They failed. They failed. Oh my gosh. Why does he sound like the coach from Letterkenny, though? <laughs> Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. There were tears after the Game 7 loss. In the moments after their season ended, the team sat in the room with nearly every head bowed. It was some players in tears. Spezza consoled a distraught Campbell. It could have been some clever trickery from the filmmakers, but it certainly looked like Marners and Matthew were the last two players sitting in the dressing room, heads buried after their teammates had left. I've never seen a group in my time in hockey after a loss so devastated and distraught, said Kyle Dubas. Good! Good! Maybe make a better team! Kyle. Kyle. God, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, that was a very good rendition. Fucking Kyle. Keith also, may I have... Oh, man. It goes again. on. This is That's all from all the <laughs> athletics uh, thing of this. Wait, but who wrote this article? I forget. Um, okay. I, someone from the athletic. I don't have it okay. handy <laughs> right now. No, no. I think it wasn't... it. Um, I read one from uh, Sports Illustrated. I think it was James Myrtle. Oh. Myrtle. Yeah. He's a big time Leafs guy. Oh, Yeah. Good. I hope the they. I hope they're that, in. Um, <laughs> that big Alex Galchenyuk. Oh yeah. Speaking, there <laughs> that was, was Myrtle. Yeah. How about that? So so so. Uh Oh man. Oh my God. It's just. It's so good. Episode three. Keith may have wanted to rush Alex Galchenyuk into the Leafs lineup. If he's ever going to play for us, it should be now, shouldn't it? Keith asks Dubis in a meeting after Galchenyuk is acquired in a trade. Dubas resists temptation, arguing that if they play him lower in the lineup, it will lead to the same unfortunate results he's had with other teams. Dubas leans in on waiting until he's ready for a top six role. He's a person that's completely lost right now, understandably, Dubas says. (laughs) Completely I really totally don't want to watch it. I'm watching it. It's going to be. Are they coming out one episode at a time? Like we have to live watch together. Like we have to like. I don't have Prime because fuck Bezos, but. But they're they're going to like. I thought they were just going to drop them all at once. I hope they do. I I might have to make make this weekend. Uh, No, I want want to watch every grueling moment. (laughs) I want well, to. I think that at the beginning, I, when they're so confident that they're going to win the Stanley Cup, I want to, to see their high. Delicious. Yes, I, and that's I what I want to see. I want to see crash. everything crumble. <laughs> I want to see the empire fall. I want to see Rome sacked. <laughs> I want the Death it Star all. explosion. They're not good enough for that. And then we should. I, have, like, <laughs> it be, I hope it's interspersed with like. You know, like the guy from um, Dangle's, the Steve Dangle podcast, Adam Wilde, about oh, how Jesus. he, you know, you know, oh, the, they're good. He was in it. Sweep them, he was in right? it. Right? Winnipeg's going to sweep them. Vegas, Vegas, what is it? They're not even going to score a single, oh, a single, they're not going to win a single game against Vegas. Oh, yeah. Or what did he say? Something like that. It was something to something that effect. Something like that. Like it was just, you know, just this stuff and all of like in the, in the little video that the Habs put together after the stanley cup final it was all in there all of the naysayers the fucking buttons and all of these people that just all everybody who had them out of it that's why it was such a special it was so special it went it by was too so fast. special it, it just my my heart soars whenever i think of the misery yeah. that the haves put an entire yeah. 
like nation of peoples through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I'm true. Just, I'm so so glad. And now so many, so many other so many other <laughs> the entire country in. was so happy. Because of that series. Yeah. I'm a new man. I don't <laughs> I don't care about preseason. No. I don't care about regular season. No. It simply doesn't matter. Just it's, make it to the playoffs. It's just get to the playoffs. Fuck around and find out. Exactly. That's right. And there it is. 100%. A unicorn could show up. Anything's possible. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I believe and believe. So we got massively off topic. Yes. Gallagher the red and back. white game. I fucking. Oh, Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, let's just skip over the red and white game. Yeah. They, they, they had a contest and a lot of people scored. And, um, 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 um. Oh, oh, so for, for what it's. around Ryan Paling following that game. I don't get it. I don't meaning, get it either. No, no. Meaning, I don't just. He's not ready. Oh, he's not ready. No, 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 no. no. He's not ready. <laughs> he's I not mean, ready. like. But he might be. Uh, there's one thing about Ryan Paling, who I, I I actually listened to him last week during his media availability on day two or whatever, um, day one, um, and I was really impressed by him. I didn't every, watch that, but yes. I didn't watch it. I listened to it, and I was really impressed by it, and then I watched it later on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, just really impressed by everything that he had to say. Um, how he said it, his sincerity. Um, I'm just really interested to like, I find that he still plays nervous. I find that he's nervous a lot. And so in this situation where in his mind, I think he's probably still struggling with, I, you know, I belong here. I can do this. And, oh my God, holy shit. I really want a spot and try to, you know, like, that playing those nerves out for me, for him. But um, yeah, this is the first time that I ever really listened to him. And I said, Oh, holy shit. You're, you mean what you're saying. And he was saying a bunch of really smart things. So we shall see. That is actually the one thing from the red and white game that comes to mind. Yeah. Evans was absolutely schooling paling on the face off dot. Was he? Oh yeah, just he what was, were Paling's numbers from that game? He I don't have them. I don't think I they thought keep. That they were good. Well, on you look at you look at uh, uh, replays <laughs> of just the faceoffs, and Evans is just like, nope, motherfucker, nope, 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 and it's just over and over again. Whenever that pain ring was up, so that's the <laughs> that's literally the one thing <laughs> I remember yeah, yeah, from yeah. the red and white. Now, um, well, good. Let's see. I'm Evans is good in the faceoff dot. Yeah. Evans is great. Evans it, Evans is in the club. He has yeah, to be. He for sure. absolutely it'll be Dvorak, uh, Suzuki, Evans, and whoever the fourth would be. Unless Evans is also still fourth. It might be well, Paling. That, maybe Paling. Paquette. Or, yeah, I see. That's the other thing. Paquette and um uh, the other P. Pizzetta? Pizzetta. No. No, Pizzetta's no. gonna go back to the Rockets. Pizzetta had two goals tonight. They were beauts. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. What a frick. And that four check. Oh my. Oh, they're gonna say his flow. <laughs> God! And his I couldn't flow. believe how much body he put into that four check in tonight's game. Just just thundered. Whoever the heck that one guy was that he hit on the Leafs. But it was just like... <sighs> was our number... What's... Oh, Sumi... Sumi... Sami Kuni? Sumi... Sami Niku? Sammy Miku. He wasn't on the he, ice tonight. He wasn't playing. He's number 15. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he is number 15. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you wonder. <laughs> so, okay. The red white. <laughs> that face was. <laughs> that was true. I'm sorry. That's very funny. The red white game happened, and then. Yeah, uh, was tonight's a- game happened, and it was delicious retribution. Unfortunately, delicious. Mitch Marner was on in the roster, and he didn't uh, score. Score beautiful Nothing. play. Some guy named <laughs> Cam scored, <laughs> and the whole the Habs scored three times on the power play. 
<laughs> thanks to oh my god exquisite work by yes. Anderson Druin and Dvorak and Dvorak just looked like he was just having a grand old time he's, out there yeah, he was he out was, there just it was like a like, Sunday stroll for right. him he, like, he was he was attempting shots between yeah. his legs deflections from where I mean he was he was just he was flying he was absolutely sometimes, flying sometimes good things come out of the Arizona yeah me yeah. and Dvorak <laughs> yeah it's just I think he's from Chicago crazy 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 but we, but we got him from but we yeah got we got him from, Although, although Chicago does have really good hot dogs. Dvorak had a four-point night. Hell yeah. One goal, three assists. Imagine that. Drewing. And uh, our three good points. old buddy Drew, two points. Two points. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, that was the one thing about uh, the red and white game is essentially the return of Jonathan Drouin, yes. who was given standing ovations for many times Several. and just cheers <laughs> whenever he touched the puck. Unfortunately, he didn't do too much during the red and white game. And he had a weird play or two at the beginning of the night tonight. But holy cow, did he make up for it on the power play. It's Drouin. Prime Drouin. Is what the Habs are missing on that godforsaken power play. (laughs) And maybe Christian Dvorak. Maybe. Because it's just that guy. It's so exciting. It, it was it was really good watching. Um, yeah. we also got to see uh, uh um let's see who do we see today. Uh, we got to see uh Gooley and Norlander as well. Norlander didn't do a whole lot, but yeah. like at the same time, <laughs> the Leafs didn't score except yeah. for like one goal because it was. Oh, a, and that was just a shitty goal. It was actually oh no, the score was five to two. But yeah, that it's one goal was oh, absolutely. Oh, what was the second one? I forget. Uh, I don't remember the second one. I remember the first one was like right off, was right on that, that shorthanded goal. By but that was the Kampf goal. But I yeah, yeah, yeah. One was. Ugh. Yeah, our one guy, Mister Poulin, uh, had himself not a great play oh, there. Yeah. He kind of bumbled the puck and. I didn't realize it. that it wasn't Jake Allen anymore, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And Jake I Allen was great. Oh my god, he Jake played, Allen. He was playing like his rent was due. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love when they switched goalies the and man. the and the, the DJ for the Bell Center played hit the road jack when Jack Campbell was yes. the ice. That was awesome. <laughs> that and the uh oh yeah, they had and, to end it abruptly. And there was a uh an overturned goal but on an offsides, and the DJ, <laughs> once played. it was ruled offside, they played Hold the Line by Toto. Yes. Such a good song. Love is a double sometime. Time. Ban, 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 ban. No, no, whoa. <laughs> oh, what a great band Toto is. So great. Um, yeah. So anyways, the Habs, they, they just looked great. They looked great. I, did, I mean, what weakness was there to even really talk about? Um, We got to see more of uh, Rafael Harvey Pena. We got to see Michael Pizzetta at uh, Elenin. As well, uh, Evans out there, freaking, oh my god. That Martell kid, decent player. Uh, Mr. D, Armia as well, you know, sneaky it's Armia. Day. Is it day? It's, it's day, I, yeah. Uh, got to see some more Sherratt, <laughs> Weidman. Oh, got to see a bit of Davis Savard. That's a thing, too. We got to take that into context. This was a much more veteran group of uh, players uh, for the Habs on the D as well. Because having... Sharat yeah. and Savar and having like some prime prospects in Gooley and uh Norlander was great. Uh Shuneman <laughs> yeah. from Laval, good player as well. And the only guy I really don't know all that much about is Mr. Weidman. Mr. Weidman, he's not much of a rookie. Oh. Mr. Weidman, he's 31 years old. Yes, he is. He had me he had media availability today and he had a lot of wonderful things to say. Good for him. About what he he, he won a Defenseman of the year in the KHL. In Russia? Yeah. That's where he was last season. Yeah. Jesus. He kind of went there to kind of figure himself out. Oh, no. And then he doesn't he win the fucking defenseman of the year. And now he's here. He's beyond ecstatic to be playing for the Montreal Canadiens. And I'm very interested. Just do your job. And God yeah. damn it, he was picked 100th overall. 
Do you want to know the last defenseman that was picked 100th overall by the Habs? Andre Markov. Victor Mete. <laughs> funny enough that Weidman was picked by the Sens. Weird, right? Kind of Aww. funny, 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 funny thing. Weird. Is. It is weird. It's so Odd. many. Just little. Oh, yeah, yeah. talking about talking about weird stuff. So I was watching the game with some of the um some of our um uh, Habs Twitter friends. Uh, uh, D. Uh, Yo, uh, Joachim for a little bit. Uh, Jake. Like on the TV. Like uh, we on... were we were watching on a stream and we were voiced. Uh, right. We were we were chat video chatting each other. Uh, G as well. Uh, we was on there. Who am I forgetting? Justin. Maybe Emily. No, was not there. But okay. Regardless, we decided that it may be worth to make a how many degrees of Wayne Gretzky a player is. <laughs> Meaning. In lieu, you know, uh, um, yeah, based on the Kevin Bacon uh, yeah. degrees of separation, because for the Habs, the last player to directly play with Wayne Gretzky, like actually share a team with him, that's the thing, teammates with Wayne Gretzky, was Manny Malhotra. Manny, yeah, that's right. And so we were thinking, oh, it'd be kind of cool to do that, you know. Now Wayne Gretzky, a little, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people. Because Rangers and it's not that long ago. So one of the guys decided to do one for Jean Beléveau. I'm like, oh, how interesting would that be? It'd be a long process, but it still would be pretty cool too. <laughs> that would be really cool. I think so. <clears throat> it's weird because my fa- tonight at my dinner at my grandfather's house, we were talking about how many degrees we are away from like celebrities. Huh. I'm two degrees away from Lana Del Rey. Nice. What? Yes. A friend of mine's ex-partner's former band. Um, <laughs> she back when she was to Lizzie Grant, she opened for that band mm. before she became Lana Del Rey and got famous. That band um, that Lizzie Grant opened for, um, they had a couple songs. They're not their band's not together anymore, but they had a couple songs on uh, Grey's Anatomy back in the day. What? Yeah. That's a major claim to fame. They're called Wild Sweet Orange, if you'd like to look them up. They're very wonderful. I like them a lot. I still listen to them. Um, But yeah. I have never met that person or Lana Del Rey. But. Only two degrees. degrees. Only two degrees from Lana Del Rey. That's awesome. You know what? I am one degree. Like, I know somebody who knows... Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh my God! I'm like tight <laughs> with the guy hey. who knows Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Yep. He went to school with him and Sophie, with Justin and Sophie. Oh, he wow. went to school with them. That's so cool. And can then I just... worked with him years later. Can you? But like... yeah, he's like he can pick up the phone and call him. Like you can just do... the Prime well, Minister of Canada. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Who listens my, to the podcast? My dad's absolutely. My dad's... Listens to the yeah, he definitely does. My dad's one degree from Obama. Huh? My, <laughs> I tell you, I am too, I guess. My uncle was a part of the security team for Obama, <laughs> which I did not know until tonight, but. What? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you my, played the game. You can't tell. Yeah. 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 I can't. I guess he couldn't tell. He couldn't say. Like, he, he's like, oh, I work at the White House. And he was like, I am. I think it was either, it was either my uncle or my cousin. I don't know. Because my dad's family is so much older than I am. Yeah. So I don't know exactly where they were. What about you, Dave? What is your celebrity connection? Um, well, I have a direct connection only insofar that I met Jenna Marbles. Oh, right, right, oh, yeah. right, right, right. So that's a direct one. But that's I'm direct. trying I'm trying to think of like a more obscure one. I think I am two degrees from Mike Tyson. <gasps> My wow. grandfather did some logging work for his trainer. And I think your grandfather did some logging work for his trainer for Mike Tyson's trainer. trainer. Yeah, Yeah. because Mike Tyson's trainer was from Catskill in New York. And uh, for a while, I think he trained in Catskill, like actual Mike Tyson. I'm kind of this is off like the top of my head. This was like so I was a child when this (laughs) was going on. But like um, like that happened. 
And I think at, I remember so vaguely, we had like a big dinner at, at my house back at my grandparents' place. I think the reason it was such a big deal is because it was Mike Tyson's trainer invited to my grandparents' house. Yeah, like and I had a dinner champion. with the guy. And I was like, I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, I don't know who Mike Tyson is. Well, oh, that's pretty cool. So that's that's the only like really obscure one I can think of. So. There's that. We're zero degrees from Michel Lacroix. We are we zero are. degrees from Michel Lacroix. It was so great hearing his voice tonight. I know. Is he permanently up in the press box now? Like, is that where what, all the I calls guess that's what it's, are yeah, happening? Yeah, Dan and Sergio are in the building. Well. No, 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 no. But he, oh, like, he was up above the ice. ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder, eh? Hey? If it's yeah. because of, maybe because of COVID. new office. Yeah. We'll have to mm. ask him. Yeah. yeah. We could just ask. We could. Yeah, I suppose yeah. he would be kind enough to respond, <laughs> I think. Um, speaking of also how nice to hear, I was listening to, because I, I uh, one of you people, one of you, one of the listeners uh, were so nice and sent me a link that was awesome that I could stream from my phone to my TV. Fantastic! It, it was going on and off and just kind of being shitty. And so I just said, you know what? We're going to go old school. And I turned on TSN 690 and listened to the last half of the game. And Dan and Sergio, man, we are spoiled. We are so spoiled, those two. They'll get into a conversation. Sergio will start reminiscing about some fucking, you know, some hockey story, some like, you know, hanging out in Vancouver or whatever it is. And then Dan will break in with uh, what's going on on the ice. And there's having this like, you know, this dance. And it's just so like, it's got to be the best team out there. Like it's one of, like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I get upset when I have to work on nights that are, there are games, but I love like yeah. getting in my car to drive home because yeah. I know I get to listen to Dan and Sergio yeah. and they just make everything come alive. Like it doesn't matter if it's a commercial break, an intermission, a live play, whatever, like everything about listening to them every minute is awesome. It yeah. is. So for all you youngins out there, be sure to tune into the radio yeah. sometime. Just, it, they're so good. Yeah. It's like, a trip. It's they're really, really good. It's so great when Dan does uh, 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 play by play on live too. I think yeah. it's just oh, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, is Mike <laughs> Johnston Johnson going to the Sens? Like, because he was Apparently. with Brian Mudrick tonight. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just preseason. Son I mean, it's a... weird though that he would know. be in the season for Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought he was going to be on like TSN, whatever, whatever. There was a tweet and everything there was about a it. Tweet about yeah. him going to the Senators' news. I mean, the Senators' broadcast. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It was really nice hearing Brian too. It was nice. It was Brian. nice I was hearing like, oh, Brian. I know him. That's cool. It's just like, and it's and it it still honestly it just it feels like hockey just finished. Like it this really is does. the shortest. We're going to it's going to be a full 82 games again for the first time in like a while. Because we're usually like when the Habs don't make the playoffs, we're usually used to beginning of three months or October. Six months off. Yeah. Right. And I mean, like I was honest, like I was by the time the finals ended, like I was ready for a break and I was ready to not watch hockey for a little bit. I was ready to honestly, I didn't want to talk about hockey for a little while. Um, but now that it's back, I I didn't realize like how much I missed it. Like, yeah. I missed the ice sounds. I missed talking. I was like, I want to talk about it with every, all my friends. Everybody, let's go. Let's get excited <laughs> about it. It was fun watching the games too on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. That is fun. We had a lot of fun. Man, mm-hmm. that was a good run. I was, was trying to throw a red stripe comment in there, but I think I lost my chance. Um, Like the beer? Yeah, for Dan. <laughs> So over, over the week, uh, did we talk about Cody uh, Galubeth, G- Galubeth, PTO that was signed? I think he's still. We did. I don't know if he was released or not. Didn't hear anything. We about talked that. about uh, that only last releases, week. Only releases I've heard about are Joshua Waugh, Xavier Simono, and Joe Rebetic, who, who all are went back to junior. Exactly. Back to junior. Um, yep. And. You- um. Zadarski today was saying that the final cuts will be on the, expect them on the 30th. Okay. I guess. Or no, maybe Wednesday. 
which is something having to do with um, the commencement of rookie. Mm. The rookie camp? No, can't be. They just had their camp. Something having to do with rookies. Look up Azadarsky. Why am I paraphrasing him? <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, right. Here's the team list for all the you know, all the players <laughs> in the camp. Blah, 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 blah. Alright. That doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. We have medical updates for Hoffman and Price. Hoffman's out for four weeks, by the oh way. Oh my lord. So, up to four weeks. Yeah, up to four weeks. So he'll miss a little bit, like maybe the first week or two of the regular season. Price is uh he's slated to open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To start the season. So Price uh will probably be starting the season. Let's see, I'm trying to wrap everything up here. Uh, uh one year contract for Sami Niku. Whom we mentioned briefly, who has not played with the Habs officially yet. His hair. He okay. practiced with the team today, though. Yes, that's what I was thinking about practice. Scenes of I practice. don't know what group he practiced with, though. That's something I, I don't know off the top of my head because uh, they haven't broken down <gasps> Ooh, to A, Brandon B, and Gallagher. C. Uh, Brian Gallagher also hit the ice tonight, Back. but did not no, play. He did not play in the game tonight. Um, I thought that Dom said that he probably played on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So something's going on with Brendan. Don't know. Yeah. We'll just wait on it's that. It said family stuff. It's his business. Yeah. yeah. None of our business. Yep. yep. But uh, yeah, um, Sammy Niku, Caulfield's- quite a lot of flow there. So good yes. for him. Yeah. Caulfield. Uh, Caulfield's out for a week with an upper body injury. Nothing serious. But it, it happened. It's fine. Let's get, yeah. let's get out of the he way took now. A, he took a spill during the uh, red and white scrimmage beforehand uh, during the warm-ups, actually. Oh, my God. I hit my funny bone. Like a month ago, mm. and that shit still hurts. Yeah, it's be- there's a nerve right there, and it can run up and it can mess up your pinky too if you hit it yep. times. Oh, it still hurts. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not like tender or anything, but it's just like it's there. It mm-hmm. takes a minute. Yep, Cole Caulfield. That was the last. I guess tender thing. is exactly what it is. Uh, uh Plecky got married and he's yes! killing it Plecky in Gladno right now. Got <laughs> he married. Is like, he so Plucky got married. The dress. It was with it had a gorgeous wedding. The vid, they had like wedding videos on YouTube. Both him and his wife, they're gorgeous. Um, and then last season with uh with Cladno, Plecky was the second on the team in scoring with thirty four points in thirty three games, which allowed Cladno to be promoted back up into the top Czech league this season after it had been previously regulated. He's now. Um, playing on the same line as Yamir Yager right now. Those two and, love each other. And sign Yager to a dear <laughs> deal. Sign him. Listen, sign him. Yago is he wants to be a half so badly. Yago, Yager's leading Cladno in points with eight in his first seven games. <laughs> and he will turn 50 How this season. How fucking fun is that? That's so fun. So fun. Yes. I think that's everything that happened to the Habs this week. Yeah, Caulfield, Drouin's return. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God! Wow. Sorry, I, I got a little distracted on the tail end here because some New York State stuff is happening. Uh-huh. New York Governor Kathy Hochul just said, actually five hours ago. So I, yeah, no I saw it. I saw it. I think it's about. Yeah, oh. she will deploy medically trained National Guard troops to replace unvaccinated healthcare workers who will be yes. fired tonight. Good, get rid of them. It's enough. Fire their anti-vax nurses. I work with an anti-vax doctor. No, it drives me nuts. Malpractice it drives me nuts. Report him. Yeah, I can't. The the, the I I can't. No, of course not. <laughs> I can't. And I mean, every, but the, that's just like it's be, it defies it defies logic. Yeah, Credulity. I, like I work with so many. I work like I work with so many medical professionals who are anti vaxxers and I'm just like, holy shit! There's there's don't so tell many, me that it's, it's 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 ridiculous. Like how many there are? I don't know. And part of it is I live in Virginia. I don't know. Like I I had to go to the liquor store today, and I 
forget sometimes that I still technically live in the South and I'm like in the liquor store and literally the entire time I'm in the liquor store, the, all the employees are talking about how much they think the vaccine is stupid and all this other stuff. Luckily, there's a mask mandate for the store. I guess it's because it's owned by the state. And so I'm just like, let me just get my things and quickly leave because yeah. I, just, I can't, I don't want to be in here. And yeah, mm. it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Oh, what a disaster. I blame it all on the former guy, but I'm not going to get into it. Yes. I blame I blame all of North America's current woes on that. The, yes. Yeah, I on that man. I did some math. <laughs> Yay, Dave did math. The, um, you don't have to talk about him. I just I do. I blame it all nah, on him. 100%. When, when talking about a COVID up here. and whatnot. So 688,000 Americans have died due to COVID. 688,000 have died of COVID in America. Um, at the time of Lincoln's uh, uh, swearing in, members of the Senate and House of Representatives were kicked out for denying that he actually won the election and for being insurrectionists. Weird how history repeats itself. Now, the thing is, Perhaps they didn't think that the Civil War was a big enough reason to. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, COVID has killed more people than the Civil War. Not true. And I did not know this. The American oh. Civil War was the most costly in human life in American wartime history. More than the World Wars, more than anything. 750,000 Americans died in the American Civil War over the course what? of over the course of 4 years. The Battle of Gettysburg, which I knew this one at least. The Battle of Gettysburg took place over 3 days, 50,000 casualties. Split up sort of kind of evenly between the Union and the oh South. The Battle of Antietam. Oh 100,000. Isn't that the Brutal. one that Glory's done about? Uh Glory is oh no. Glory is another one of the battles. Uh, I can't remember which. It's a good However, film. It's a great. That's Denzel, right? With that yeah. being said, Denzel Washington, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Uh, freaking yeah. um 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 um, uh, Cal Kari Car Elwes, um, yeah, Carol is right. in it. Yeah, yeah, so many great actors. Um, so many. Samuel L. Jackson. No, he's not. Mm, but but I wish no. he was. Uh, the um, <laughs> motherfucking. No, it, is it is. Oh no. Union in the motherfucking South. No. So, my whole point to this was that, like, three quarters of a million people died in the Civil War, and they were thinking, okay, we got to kick members of Congress out because they're being freaking idiots. Over the course of four years, the, the casualties in the Civil War. COVID has done almost as much damage as that in less than half the time. And people mm. just don't care. No, no. they really don't. 688,000 people have died. We're averaging, what, like maybe 1,000, 2,000 deaths a day? Doing the math in the Civil War, it was approximately 500 deaths a day over the course of four years. How about them numbers? Anyway, that's Thanks it. We're the happy hour. Anyway, okay, that's it. Time yep. time's up. <laughs> yeah. Time is up. Thank you for listening. Uh, go Habs yeah, go and watching. the yes. next um the next game what the fuck I thought yeah I that was that. my gonna be my question are we playing on Saturday I don't recall um because Friday is October 1th month <laughs> yeah happy uh, spooky season it is official yeah, it's not yeah spooky just season. about it is spooky season <laughs> Where's the schedule? I had it a second ago, oh, and uh, nope. So we got a week. They play, yeah, they play. They play. Um, it was a back to back Friday and the Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Yep. Oh, Friday and Saturday. Yes. Back to back Friday, Saturday, seven o'clock. Uh, home and, and away. Uh, away and then home. Yes. That's it. Away and then home. Mm -hmm. Friday's away. How do you like your new phone, Beth? It's so heavy. <laughs> was like, I have a case oh, coming yeah. tomorrow. Please don't yell at me. But um, you got a blue one. I got a blue one. It's well, no, I think it's because of my my background. It's gray. Ah, uh, okay. Gray. Um, I just what is this for? It's not because that's not where the SIM card goes. Is it just? Oh, 
I don't know. Do you mean that that little notch there? Yeah. It is where the SIM card goes. No, because my SIM card goes over here. Oh, is that what it is? As, oh, I've got the 12. Fingerprints everywhere. So I don't, it, it might be different from yours. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, Beth and I, I, like, I managed to get the 13 over yes. the weekend. I, I, had, I hadn't had an upgrade in a while, and I was like, yeah. let me treat myself because I am sad. I. <laughs> no, it is very good. I had a massive trade in offer, and I'm like, okay. Hell yeah. You got me. Again, yeah. sons of bitches. I just lease mine because I don't need eight million phones lying around, and I figure that ah. somebody can some like I'll send it back because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna That's end up not racket. using it anyway. And so like yeah. I send it back, and then they like refurbish it, and either somebody can buy it for this kind of price because it's used. And usually mine are in pretty good condition because I usually have a case on them all the time. And I take them out. I clean them like once. I clean my phone once a week. Yeah. Um, just because they they can get gross in there and yeah. Um, and they they um. I know they could refurbish a lot of them and sell them, but I know that sometimes they will um, donate them to like people who can't buy a phone or who or and stuff like that. Like they have like a yeah. lot of phone charities and stuff. Well, that's um, cool. And so I'm like, you know, like I'm fine, like paying for like renting it, leasing it basically. Yeah. Then sending it back in when I'm done. Yeah. That's a great business. On Apple card, you can buy anything from Apple pay it off in like a year or two and have no interest so my credit is not like yours dave yeah i just dave you dave you got some like that's that's some marriage credit right there like, yeah you exactly. need to watch out that's you like need to watch marriage out. worthy credit that, score. Yeah, like i went to the is... bank like asking them about like <laughs> a um like okay what what would i what would a home loan look like look like for me and guys like oh well, let me pull up your data I'm like so what's your what's your student look you have hardly any student loan debt, and what's your what's your credit score, sir? Why do you not own homes already? Because like, I just I don't I can't be bothered with it. That's why I'm lazy. Yeah, Tell me to mow a like, lawn. I'm gonna to buy I'm, a place in Montreal. I'm gonna blacktop the lawn. I'm just I don't want to deal with it. No, just put gravel in. Just put gravel in. <laughs> just put gravel in. You, but then if you put gravel in, like the cats might, cats might, stray cats will come and use it as a litter box. So you got to put like red pepper flakes in it every once in a while. You know what the cats Jesus. hate? Tin foil. <laughs> They'll hate to just tin foil your lawn. Just tin foil and like. And um, then the cats will just like jump back your whole house. I will just cover <laughs> my blacktop with cucumbers and just. <laughs> You're not going to come oh, near I, it. I, I found that out seagulls. because... I, and I then a bunch of bears come by. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Damn, I didn't think the bears would be this much of an issue. <laughs> Damn it. What a terrible time. We're the happy hour. Good night. Bye. Okay, we got to go. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.